I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Slack Off. Sloths are the slowest mammals on the planet. Due to an extremely slow metabolism, they laboriously move themselves among tree branches, subsisting on a meagre diet of leaves and only coming down to the ground once a week to go to the toilet. With their hooked claws, almost blind in the daylight eyes, and lackadaisical lifestyle, they have become synonymous with the concept of laziness. Even their name comes from one of the seven deadly sins. Really though, sloths have done nothing wrong. Their slow lifestyle means they make a minimal impact on their environment. Their lack of movement lets them escape predators' notice. Their dopey appearance and shaggy fur is adorable. And only mere millennia ago, their family contained my favourite prehistoric creature. Slackoth is exactly what you'd expect from a sloth Pokemon. Normal type, with cream-coloured fur and a vacant expression, it lies spread-eagle on the ground like a newborn baby, perhaps lifting an arm occasionally to scratch an itch. All of Slackoth's Pokédex entries read like David Attenborough talking about a real sloth. As always when I read Pokédex entries which are essentially just facts about the real animal, I will try my best to do a David Attenborough voice. Unfortunately, Attenborough pronounces sloth, sloth, so I'm going to have to say Slackoth in a weird way. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Slackoth rolls around for over 20 hours every day. Because it moves so little, it does not need much food. This Pokemon's sole daily meal consists of just three leaves. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Slackoth's heart beats just once a minute. Whatever happens, it is content to loaf around motionless. It is rare to see this Pokemon in motion. Pokemon Emerald tells us, It sleeps virtually all day and night long. It doesn't change its nest its entire life, but it sometimes travels great distances by swimming in rivers. And Pokemon Diamond tells us, It spends nearly all its time in a day sprawled out. Just seeing it makes one drowsy. As well as flavor text in the Pokedex, a spread of stats, and a selection of moves, the third generation games introduced abilities, allowing Pokemon to display even more personality mechanically. In Slackoth's case, its extreme slothfulness is displayed through the ability Truant, which sees it unable to move in every other turn of battle. This makes Slackoth a very difficult Pokemon to use effectively, and has led to YouTube videos asking, can I beat X game with just a Slackoth? The king of this kind of content, Picaspre, made just such a video about Pokemon Fire Red. Spoiler, it can be done, it just involves grinding to a very high level and getting lucky with some dice rolls, as is almost always the case in these challenge videos. The name Slackoth is a fun one. Obviously it contains a reference to being a slacker and the word sloth, but it's also a pun on the phrase 
slack off. Particularly so for me, who, coming from Surrey, pronounces my THs as Fs when I'm not careful. The Japanese name is Namakero, combining the Japanese name for a sloth, Namakamono, with Namakeru, meaning to slack off or laze around. As any parent will tell you, the sleepy first few months of a newborn baby lure you into a false sense of security. At level 18, Slackoth is a toddler and suddenly full of energy when it evolves into Vigoroth. Vigoroth appears a little more like an ape than a sloth, standing upright and leaning on its knuckles, with white fur, a shrieking face and a bright pink bottom. Gone is the truant ability, replaced with Vital Spirit, an ability which completely prevents Vigoroth from falling asleep. It has Vigor, and in Japanese its name is Yarukimono, combining the word for sloth with Yaruki, meaning willingness. Vigoroth is willing to get out of bed, which is an achievement in itself. All of Vigoroth's Pokedex entries are variations on this one from Ruby, which says, Vigoroth is always itching and agitated to go on a wild rampage. It simply can't tolerate sitting still for even a minute. This Pokémon's stress level rises if it can't be moving constantly. Perhaps today this seems very unlike a sloth. Only 11,000 years ago, however, the sloth family contained some very different beasts. As a child, my absolute favourite destination was the Natural History Museum in London. Obviously one saves the dinosaur exhibit until last, but even before that there are some phenomenal prehistoric creatures to see. Whales and marine reptiles, a stuffed dodo, an actual giant squid. Just outside the main hall of mammals stood an enormous bipedal skeleton reaching up to the top of a tree. Looking not unlike an iguanodon at first glance, I've bitten my tongue and resisted correcting many a tourist who called it a dinosaur over the years. It is in fact a Megatherium, a giant and powerful relative of modern sloths. Tall and strong, with small bones under its skin like chainmail, Megatherium was a very impressive beast. It lived in South America until recently. In fact, it is generally accepted that the Megatherium only went extinct when it encountered the only animal guilty of all seven sins. Man. This probably all seems like enough to make it my favourite prehistoric animal, but there's one more little wrinkle which really sealed the deal for me. Only slightly more recent than my obsession with paleontology is my obsession with UFOs, supernatural phenomena, and cryptozoology. Among legends of Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, and Makolo and Bembe, there are those who believe that deep within the Amazon rainforest, the Megatherium still lives. Having officially only gone extinct fairly recently, and with local legends and mysterious remains sometimes being found, it was just believable enough for me to really latch onto. Knowing that such a monster exists on the Sloth family tree, it almost feels like Vigoroth is not extreme enough as Pokémon's vigorous Sloth. In an experience which will no doubt be relatable and familiar to all millennials, at level 36, this childlike energy is drained, and Vigoroth evolves into slacking. 
Slacking has enormous muscles and a bit of a belly. Its nose, mouth and eyes are still sloth-like, along with its curved claws, but its overall body shape is a little more like that of a gorilla. It lounges on its side like a decadent Roman emperor. A large forehead, which curves around to a receding fur line, make it resemble another favourite of cryptozoology, Bigfoot. The name Slacking is a great expansion on Slack Off. It's bigger and stronger. It's the king. It's also another pun, as this Pokemon has once again been caught Slacking. The Japanese name is Keking, combining king with Kekin, the Japanese word for skiving off work. Slacking's stats are actually the highest of any non-legendary Pokemon, particularly its absolutely whopping 160 attack. Unfortunately, this strength comes with a bad attitude, as Slacking is once again paired with the Truant ability. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Wherever Slacking lives, rings of over a yard in diameter appear in grassy fields. They are made by the Pokemon, as it eats all the grass within reach while laying prone on the ground. Pokemon Emerald tells us, Hordes of Slacking gather around trees when fruits come into season. They wait around patiently for ripened fruits to fall out of the trees. And Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green tells us, It is the world's most slothful Pokemon. However, it can exert horrifying power by releasing pent-up energy all at once. Naturally enough, this laziness means that, outside of some gimmicky ability-switching doubles teams, Slacking is unable to make much use of its mighty strength in the competitive video game scene. Its unique design was interesting to come up against in Ruby and Sapphire's story, though, with Norman Slacking being one of the most interesting gym leader boss battles. Composer for the show, Jonathan Cromie, spoke in our Routes episode about needing the move Protect just to make it through that encounter. As the signature Pokémon of a significant gym leader, Slacking has naturally shown up a lot in the various Pokémon anime and manga. It also appeared in the live-action movie Detective Pikachu, though of course all it did was lounge around and chillax. With an excellent blend of mechanics and aesthetics, the Slackoth line depicts a real-life animal family in a thoughtful and intelligent way. Combined with interesting references to prehistory and cryptozoology, these are fascinating monsters that prove that competitive viability is not the only thing that can make a Pokémon worthy of its place in the Pokédex. Music for Luke Love's Pokémon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to help keep it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. While you're there, why not check out the other podcasts me and my pals create? I love it when listeners get in touch. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I want to hear why you love these monsters, whether it's a Pokemon we've already covered, or one that's coming up. Next up are Ninkeda and Wisma, so please let me know your thoughts on those. I love Slackoth. And remember, I love you too.